0: Hey, guys, and welcome to the Young Minds Podcast. Today, we had a guest who is no stranger to the microphone and no stranger to the camera. Um, some of you may know her from News 12 Long Island, if you live on the island. Her name is Antoinette bjorty She's an anchor news reporter who is an all-around badass, and we found out a lot about her on this, uh, on this podcast. She's just a go-getter human that I feel like a lot of people should uh, – take after. Take some of the golden nuggets, as we like to call it, from this podcast and try to implement it in your life. Because she... We broke down fake news, first off, on everybody's... That's like a new buzzword. But then she also has won an Emmy, and she also won two bikini competitions. And you wouldn't think that from somebody who is a news anchor and reporter. So she has all these different aspects to her, and her first language was Italian. So just wrap your head around that um we had an awesome time talking to her she's just a great energy to be around and to be honest probably one of the most insightful people you know i've had on this podcast because she's out there that, that was the perfect world, i didn't know? have to say a word yeah that was oh, justin's perfect. here too Good yeah and so here. is amanda what's happening yes <laughs> <laughs> all right well yep and um with that awkward ending we are going to
1: show you the intro Ba-ba-ba.
0: Hey, Frank, what exactly does it mean to be growth-minded? Well, Justin, I'm glad you asked. It's a state of mind where you realize you don't know everything, but are open and willing to learn more in order to achieve more. And how does one know where to learn these things? What if it's false information? Well, bud, that's why you listen to the Young Minds podcast, where they tackle the most up-to-date and relevant topics with unfiltered discussion aimed at optimizing this video game that we call life. Wow, I'm excited. I think I'm
1: going to go ahead and leave a five-star review on Apple, iTunes, and Facebook. <laughs> I don't
0: want to shit on it and ruin it. I was like, maybe we could add something at the end. I don't, I
2: don't... Hello, everyone. I'm Antoinette Bioti. Thanks for joining us. On the oh. Young Minds
0: Podcast. Oh, there we go. We got a special guest <laughs> in the house today for all the Long Island folk or the New York folk, tri-state area folk. Yeah, that whoever. voice might sound very familiar. Mm-hmm. It definitely does. And uh, if you guys are familiar with News 12 Long Island, you would know Antoinette Bjorty very well. And she probably rocked your eardrums throughout your childhood because I know your voice very well. Yes. And I uh, didn't even know <laughs> I would know you well. And that's actually it's weird because now that we stay in contact, it's uh, it's funny hearing you. I'm like, holy shit. She delivered the <laughs> news her. to me yeah. as a kid, like every night. Like my parents have thing You told blaring. me when
1: my school was uh, canceled. Oh, I'm so happy. You know, happy. when high school was canceled. That's and I was great. Like, or high school. I was like elementary school. We are like, yes.
2: No school your, today. Did you wear your pajamas inside out the night before?
1: No, what is that? I heard is that a good I luck. Heard ben? about that? Yeah, yeah. I heard about I've that. never heard
2: about that. Yeah, you wear your pajamas inside out so that way the next day you don't have to go to school. That's pretty much what a lot of kids do. Oh wow! It's kind of like, oh my gosh! I please. guess I missed
0: out. See, my problem is I never wore pajamas. I never just like had pajamas. <laughs> really? As no. a kid, no. I mean, didn't I didn't have little pajamas. Kid. But when I was like, all right, you could sleep by yourself, it was underwear and a really big T-shirt of my dad's. It was always that. Really? And it was like, that's not pajamas. That's just a giant bedsheet. That I was wearing compared to me. I was just a little tyke and I was like, oh, here's an XL chilling. You know, I feel like, had, I, feel like I have pajamas now.
2: Those make the now best pajamas. That's though. What I'm saying. They <laughs> are. They do. They kind of just oversized shirts and just whatever.
0: You can't beat it. You just swim in it and you're just laying in there. You're like, I don't need a blanket. I'm inside of this. But um, I do want to ask you a couple questions because I've been dying to ask you how you got mm-hmm. started on your journey to becoming a an anchor reporter yes. for News 12 Long Island, mm-hmm. and how did you get to the point where you were talking to me throughout my life, and I didn't even know you?
2: I know. <laughs> see that? <laughs> um, it's a funny story how we met because it, I basically knew your dad first. So yeah. But anyway, we'll we'll take that on later. Yeah. But um, so how did I start out? Um, I went to um, let's see, I went to Nassau Community College first because I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do. I knew that I did love the news uh, but I didn't know if I wanted to be a newspaper reporter, magazines possibly or TV or radio. I wasn't sure. So I thought to myself, all right, let me go to Nassau first, get two years in and Mm -hmm. figure it out. Then I transferred over to Hofstra University and they had great communication programs there but then I had heard about NYIT in Old Westbury and they had an amazing program called LI News Tonight. And it was basically in college, a news station that would send their students out on Long Island to cover anything, whatever was making news. And then we would broadcast on telecare. You know telecare? I've heard of them. Yeah, channel, I think it's 29. I try to stay away from
0: television as much as I can. Okay. The fact that I (laughs) listen to yours is I'm like,
2: wait, how do you even know me then? (laughs) No, but yeah, you do watch. I didn't watch
0: it. I was the child in the house. So I'd gotcha. walk past the the, past den. the TV, yeah, yeah, and I would just hear it was hear always it.
2: on kind of thing. And if yes. you wanted to
0: watch the so back in the day when we didn't have apps on our phone and weather dot com, right. so nice and detailed, I was like, "What's gonna happen the next five days?" Oh, yeah, you for the turn, weather. I remember that. I'd you have would to turn sit. on the channel and wait until the weather report. Yeah, came so out. I'd have to listen to like a lost huh. dog report so and funny. like you know <laughs> why people in Lindenhurst have a strike against their Stop government, sit. and then yeah. it was like. There we go. Now here's there the here's Bill Corbell with the weather. That's
2: so true. It's The yeah. man they, right there. I thought about that That's the great, other day. Man. That's so funny you say that because now everything's so readily available. News is right there. Just you know, you turn on your. You get iPhone. notifications. Yeah.
1: You get news notifications. But now,
2: before it was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like where it's would awesome. we get our information from? It'd take forever. Anyway, so um, so I graduated from NYIT, and um, I got my first job. Well, I sent my. It's a videotape. So back then it was videotape out to many stations. (laughs) No eight tracks or cassettes, but an actual like VHS tape to all these news directors across the country. Uh, I didn't care where I was going. I needed to get my first job and I I was going to go to any small town, you know, in in the US.
1: Now, that actually brings up a good point I wanted to ask you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Were you naturally good in front of the camera and speaking? Because I remember... Mm -hmm in 2015 i had to do uh for this company we had a little segment where we something super simple we just had to explain the product what we're making what we're doing but it was my first time on camera and it was so bad i could not remember two sentences i could not uh look normal it was just so awkward and it wasn't only me it was the other two partners i was doing it with and it's just you know everyone said oh the first time in the com- and first time in front of the camera is very difficult but was it like that for you or was it just
2: not really i i, I was very comfortable i don't know why i was very shy growing up so it was but it, it's as if it was very natural to me i think you're all born with innate qualities you know of course, qualities 100%. that that you're naturally good at and i don't know why i was good <laughs> at being in front of a camera i didn't have any training or anything before that i mean growing up the Late 80s, <laughs> uh, where you know, what did you have like a VHS recorder? You know, you didn't have yeah, what we yeah. have now. Um, you know, it was difficult, but what I would do, <laughs> I know this is going to sound strange, but nothing, I would nothing do strange, strange nothing strange, <laughs> yeah, for with real. everything
1: we talk about,
2: this corner <laughs> is
0: very strange. <laughs> we
2: uh, like, I would in my bedroom in front of my big mirror, I would pretend like I was live in my bedroom and I would just. <laughs> Have like live reports. Well, we so call you that were doing, doing
0: reps. Yeah, you're doing reps.
2: Oh, I guess so. All all you're all practicing doing reps. So practicing. exactly. practicing. So I would practice like, oh, I'm here in my bedroom Wait, right and now. How, how young were you?
0: How
1: are...
2: eight, nine years oh, old? Oh, so you were into olds. the news at yeah. a very young age. Oh, I remember watching the news as a five-year-old. Sue Simmons was my idol. <laughs> and then, of course, we know what happened with Sue Simmons, unfortunately. Well, not, we not Frank and I. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll, ex- I'll explain. <laughs> we suck. Well, you can Google that. How about that? Okay, I'm going to write it down. <laughs> you can YouTube that. Sue. Mm-hmm. Um, She was my idol. Oh, and she still is. But um, anyway, so I, I was always watching the news as a child. But then I thought that I could pretend like I could be on the news. So that's why I would do those live shots in my bedroom. But that's that's well, the
1: best way to do it. Yeah. I mean, that's Pretty
2: much getting practice in that way, not in front of the camera, so to speak, but sort of looking at yourself and, and thinking, wow, that's that kind of looks weird. But like it's, I'm very much that person who's very much aware of, like, things going on around me and I'll call something out as soon as I see it. <laughs> yeah,
0: and that's critical because, I mean, y- being the most critical mind of yourself, right, if you're very critical of yourself and you're always looking at the finer details. Sometimes people could run in circles and kind of drive themselves crazy. But if you're trying to perfect a craft, I mean, that's how you get places. You need to be a critic of yourself because if you're not mm-hmm. and you just think that everyone's going to accept what you do and what you say – then you could be full of yourself and have this air about you that's not acceptable. And then you'll be caught in this – you'll have this lens on that seems like everybody loves you. But that's you know so if you don't love yourself, sometimes that helps a little bit where you're just like, I don't love what I am yet. Let me get better. Mm-hmm. And then at some point you realize that you you made it to a certain point and then you could acknowledge that you've made it this far.
2: That's so true. You know? And and it takes time. You know, It yeah. takes time to develop that and self-confidence and all that. You know? yeah. But then I always love to write too. So – um, whenever we would go to parties, anything, a wedding, a mitzvah, whatever it was, in any family setting, they would always ask me, Do the speech, Antoinette, do the speech. I'm like, Really? You want me to do a speech? Why? Like, because you're good with words. Just get up there and do a speech. Okay. So, every wedding, I'm not even kidding who is this little girl getting up there in front of the podium, but I would do a speech. I would say whatever would come to mind, like, uh, this lovely couple here tonight is getting married, and we're so happy about,
1: and you just play with what?
2: It. Yeah. yeah, as it I think back to that now, I'm like, wow, I had no fear of getting up there and just talking to But like that's how that's how legends
1: people. are made, you know Aww, when, when you're too you kind. no seriously, when you start <laughs> at a young age like that, and it's just. Right. Something not that's like forced on, like, hey, you're going to learn this, you know, and you tell your little kid, you're going to learn this, you're going to go to school. and But mm-hmm. you as a little kid just started doing it and loved doing it and did it by yourself. Did it, you know.
2: Sometimes you just need a little push. I think when someone sees something in you, a talent or a just a special spark, and they, they see that in you and they push you a little forward, then all it takes is yourself to sort of say, wow, okay, yeah, they were right. They believe in me. Oh yeah, and I think that's a big part of it too. And then if you believe in yourself, that, that's just hundred percent.
0: So who in your life was that force for you that mm-hmm. actually did the pushing?
2: Oh, it my, sounds like you, my parents. You had that.
0: Oh, so they did. Oh, they were supportive yeah.
2: of. Oh, absolutely. They would push me forward, and it was tough because, you know, they they immigrated from Italy, and so did my sister. I was the only one born here, and uh, my grandmother pretty much raised me when I was little. Uh, My parents were seeking the American dream. You know, they came here and they wanted to make money and wanted to, you know, uh, get all the things that Americans had. Uh, But we all spoke Italian in the house. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother spoke Italian to me. So when I went to kindergarten, I didn't even know English.
1: That is so funny.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Here we go, guys. Ding, ding, ding. French warning. I'm the first one born here, too. Uh I came over from uh, my dad from Italy, my mom from France. And... I don't remember, but what my parents told me in kindergarten, mm-hmm. all I knew was French. But <gasps> I understood English. So kids would talk to me in English, but I would always respond in French. And they'd just look at me <laughs> weird and like, okay, and like walked away. <laughs> I don't remember this, but my mom told me. Same thing. So, see? I so only was, knew one language. It
2: was tough, like being in kindergarten and even sort of part of first grade. And you're like, oh, I don't know what's really going on. You do, but you don't. You're sort of confused. And so I had to learn English. So now, we're again, we're going back to the 80s now where there was no ESL. There was mm-hmm. no special teacher that was going to teach me English. So my teacher told me, go to the library and start reading books. OK. So <laughs> she was that's like, a great, That's anybody. a great idea, though. I mean, it is. It kind of is. So I would get out five books, one for each day of the week. And she said, give me three book reports a week. So I would read the books, then do a book report on the books. But if you think about it, that's pretty much what I do every day. I take a subject and I whittle it down to a paragraph or two and that's my story, right? So you're taking something big and summarizing it and explaining that to people, communicating that to your teacher or, for example, on TV for the news.
0: So that leads into one of my questions. how do you do your? How do you do your vetting or research for these stories? Is it all up to you, and that's part of your job description? Is to go out there and figure it out? And if you go out there, where is there? Where are you going for your your news? Or is that a a yeah. secret? No. <laughs> no. Secret. Secret talent. No, actually, no. <laughs> I, had, I
2: had a similar question.
1: It's like, yeah. what exactly? is your job because I know it's not just sit in front of the camera and read script. I know it's much more right, than that. Right. It's much more than that. But It'll that's depends. all that's all we see. Yeah. You know, right. but, so what is behind There's that? There's
2: a lot that goes on behind the scenes. And it's funny. A friend of mine a long time ago, this is when I worked up in uh, NBC in Albany. Uh, she was a teacher and she came with me to work and she was like, I can't believe that you work eight or nine hours a day for a minute and a half of what we see on the news. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I do. I didn't realize that. Until she came and she saw it from the outside in. Anyway, so when I get to work, if it depends if I'm reporting or anchoring. If I'm reporting, I get to work and there's an assignment desk. And that's what, assi- what's the difference,
1: reporting and anchoring?
2: Reporting I'm out in the field and anchoring I'm behind a desk okay. in the studio. That's what I thought, Anchor but I just want to. <laughs> <Anchor> down. <laughs> that's how i remember it because
0: that's a good question. Yeah. I had no
2: idea. Uh, so if I'm reporting, I go to the assignment desk and that's where there's about four or five people just listening to scanners, taking phone calls, uh, answering emails from people who give us story ideas. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it could be like a phone call or, or now it's Facebook message or Instagram or anything like that. So uh, the assignment desk basically follows up with the people who have the story ideas. And then one of those assignment editors gives me the assignment and says, OK, Antoinette, uh, we have this uh, story about this guy who allegedly, um, I don't know, stabbed somebody in Hempstead, let's just say. That's the story. Uh, I said, OK, well, what's the name of the, the person who was stabbed and what's the name of the suspect? So I asked a couple of questions. Usually there's a press release if it comes from police. If it's a tip, like it comes from a a, a resident, let's say. I, I get their phone number and I call the resident. I say, hey, what's going on? Uh, or if it's from the police, I'll, I'll do a follow-up. So and- you
1: actually – yeah. Call I'm, in and investigate as well.
2: Yes. Oh, you have to. You have to ask a lot of questions. So then I get my photographer. Usually, you're always uh, teamed up with a photographer, um, videographer, I should say. Uh, and it's usually sometimes uh, someone that you're always with, but then sometimes they break it up too. Okay. So it's nice to be with somebody that you're always with because then you You'd probably know. work good with someone, right? Oh, absolutely. They know the angles, yeah. And the- Absolutely. Yeah, the lighting. Ask, Where my hair lighting. looks great. <clears throat> oh, yeah. That's an important one. <laughs> uh, especially with hey, this listen. 8K. This I 8K TV yeah.
1: coming out. Yeah, for real. What's 8K TV? 8K. F- it's oh, not, 8K. It's yeah. not 4K anymore. Oh. Now we have 8K.
2: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: So – yeah, yeah. Just, it's gonna be right life. up in right up in your face. Oh, yeah. okay.
2: They're gonna be able to see your blood I don't glucose. Think I like that. <laughs> on TV. It's gonna be next level. Yikes. Um so yes, yeah, so and then we go out on the story. Um and a lot of it is once you get to the scene, it depends on the story. Let's say it's the stabbing, right? So a lot of it depends on on the story itself. So you get to the scene and now you're confronted with a crime scene. So what do you do next? Maybe police are not ready to talk yet. So now you're like, all right, let me go around the neighborhood and see if there's people who want to talk. Maybe they, they've they seen something. They've heard something. Uh, some people don't want to talk at all. They don't want to be bothered. Uh, I get it. Um, other times, um, you know, we wait for police to give us the information because we can't obviously make it up. So mm-hmm. we have to attribute to sources. I'm always constantly, you have to be very careful what you say and who you attribute to. Uh, And then after that, as I get the information, I write it all down. I have it, you know, on my phone, whatever it may be, and then I formulate the story and I start writing it. And then I start inserting sound bites from people that I would get possibly on the street or uh, let's say police officers. And then I put the story together, write it up. I get it approved by my boss. Then I give it to my videographer. He cuts it down because we could have whatever, an hour's worth of video and, and sound bites but they're giving me a minute and a half to put it on. So, so it's, it's very much up, up to you. It's, it
1: it's very much up to you to make the story, it seems yeah. like. Yeah. So it's not scripted by no, the corporate you, and then hand it to you. No,
2: oh God. No. Okay.
1: Yeah, because I had no, no I had no clue. I don't know how yeah, this works. Yeah. You know? Oh you
2: have to. I mean you have to get all the information and have it make sense you pretty much have to bring it down uh, not to sound like oh wow third grade level but it is no, but, no of course you have to make it clear and concise where people will understand it and and get it you know and, and are able to ingest it and say wow you know what's going to happen next or you know do they do they care you know mm-hmm. is it something happening in their neighborhood and with long island long island is is huge but there's pockets of neighborhoods and people love news 12 because it is the local news resource. Otherwise, how would you know what's happening in your own backyard?
0: Yeah. Do you ever feel like you have a responsibility to the public? Do you feel like what you do is something that sets the tone for how people feel? Because I know media does a lot of manipulation of stories mm-hmm. to their side. Um, and then in this case, since it's local news, it really doesn't matter what side you're on because you're reporting a story. Mm-hmm. So there's really not much po- politics that could that can penetrate but But, um do you feel like you have a responsibility to the public because you know there are a lot of eyes
2: absolutely i was always taught in school you always have to show both sides i'm a Mm -hmm. big fan i i never put my own feelings or my own opinion into stories it's just not me you know do you ever feel like it conflicts
1: though do you ever feel like you have to report on something and emotionally you feel like it's not right but you have to say it
2: well, only if it's true. Yeah. <laughs> if one person is saying this and another person is saying the opposite, I'm going to put them both on and say, you know what? This is the way they feel. It's not the way I feel. It's the way they feel. And that's my responsibility to show their side and show the other side as well. Yeah. Have you ever, I'm, but I'm, always, glad, I'm glad you reach do that. Out and make yeah. sure that. I'm
1: glad I have you both do that sides. because I, I feel, um, yeah. That news nowadays is just accepted that it's bias, right? Mm-hmm. So some people are like, all fake news. Some yeah, people we've, are like, it. I'm for CNN. Everything CNN says is right. I don't care that they're biased; they're right. And that I'm for Fox News. You know, whatever right. they say is right. I'm with them. And it's almost accepted that it's a bias, and it's like we look at it as you're supposed to be, but it's not. It's really right. it should be like you just said. Mm-hmm. Here's you know Here some facts. sides we found. Here's this yeah. one. This one. I'm gonna report it to you. And um,
2: I believe it's know. a lot of what we do at News Twelve is, is report the facts. Here's this side. Here's this side. You make you make the decision. Mm-hmm. What you, I mean, and sometimes they care. Sometimes they don't. But yeah. <laughs> you know what? This is the information I'm giving you, and and this is what I found out. Do if you there's find another it, side, great, bring it to me. Do you
1: find it harder to make the juicy store the juicy story the mm-hmm. story juicier if you just have to be neutral? Because no. I know that's why a lot of them do it. Yeah, they go heavy true. to one Sometimes. side, this yeah. really big headline that like so eye-catchy, everyone clicks it. I know if you're neutral, people say, oh, you don't get as many views, right? Which is true.
2: I guess. I don't I've never felt that way. Maybe no. to me, I just feel that.
1: The truth is the truth. That's
2: it. Yeah. I'm just going to show both sides. And if you care enough about the subject, you're going to click on it. You know, I'm, yeah. the, I'm not going to make it skewed one way or the other. Or make it juicier. <laughs> no, I, li- I like that a lot. And actually, yeah. I was doing a
1: little research on uh, news reporting and mm-hmm. uh, w- Walter Cron- okay. Cronkite. Mm-hmm. Right? He's known as the most uh, trusted man in America. Right? Isn't that his? Yeah. Fa- isn't that yeah, his phrase? Yeah. He was a reporter, mm-hmm. Frank, in the '60s, '70s, and a little bit of the '80s, mm-hmm. and he was um, he was known to just be able to take a story and just like you said, show both sides, be completely neutral, without manipulating or misinterpreting the information, giving it to the public. And just no emotions of his. And everyone loved him for it. And I think he's number one in the world for, right? Yeah. Everyone respects him. Absolutely.
2: And like I said, that's what we were taught in school. We were taught, listen, you are not the person who is going to spew your own opinion. You have to just tell people the facts and get it out there. So I've always had that in my head. But some journalists, I guess, maybe, uh, Fox or, you know, like you said, CNN, they skew one way or another. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I try to just be right down the middle. Yeah, the, <laughs> I think it's safer that way. and It's, more, re- it's more respectable. Yeah, 100%. they formulate their own opinions anyway. So.
0: Yeah, the only time I've ever seen that split was with eggs. They hate <laughs> eggs. It's just That's the, the media, one thing. The, the, the media entire... hates eggs. That I That is I the one eggs. side no one likes. Cholesterol is the enemy. I heard a story <laughs> on all news outlets, not just yours, so I'm not going to plug just you guys, gotcha. but I heard that egg yolks were... The direct cause to high cholesterol
2: and on to next news. Like
0: it it just ended. It was – there was no support. There's no studies, no nothing. And then then I looked up the study and it was only a 3 percent increase in 17,000 individuals. Wow. In the span, they studied now them for seventeen, 17 years. years wow, so what they did seventeen years se- on
2: eggs
1: it, it's a, exactly it's an epidemiology
0: you, no this is an epidemiology study where they have a list of questions and they found a common denominator f- with all of the the people who's uh who have had higher cholesterol they They ask how many eggs a day do you eat that's it That's all they ask and so and the then people seventeen years more, later they look back and said okay who has higher yeah. cholesterol. So like for every egg it's an extra increase in 1% but for the most part people who eat a lot usually tend to have you know yeah. now
1: a see for, for people but anyway for people like Frank and I we see that and it it's so it it triggers us. We get so emotionally upset like a lot. I'm not what even if you
2: have an underlying condition that already exposes you to higher cholesterol. Yeah in and, your and that's family.
0: such a small amount that it doesn't even contribute to that study. The study was just you know people who find healthy eating to be you know, a waste of time. They're just like, all right, I'm going to eat whatever. They don't think of it as, you know, they're not conscious of it. Well, let's talk about how that but, how that
1: study just goes on the news like that. Because the fact, the real fact of the matter is that if you are working properly, right, your your health is in check. Eating eggs or eating steak, which has cholesterol, does not give you high cholesterol right? High cholesterol is when you're not working properly, your gut microbiome is messed up, and then you're eating all this cholesterol, and maybe not good cholesterol too. You can buy eggs that are pumped with hormones, antibiotics. We're talking about eating real whole natural eggs, real steak. Like if you eat that, nothing's going to happen. You're perfectly safe. So how does a, how does something like that in an article get Past everything and just get thrown out like that. I'm not saying you, no, I'm no, saying no. just I, in the media. That was in like a huge
2: story could,
0: across all
1: the,
2: the news stations. What could happen is uh, when you have a study like that, there's a lot of facts, right? There's a lot of little details. Now, imagine we have to put a story like that on the air. We cannot take three hours of time to explain the whole study. So we're giving you a shorter form, 20 seconds, 30 seconds of what. The report was about. Give we me a minute and a abbreviated... half on that. I got it. You got it.
0: Give me a minute and a half. All right, we'll do appearance. a story. I will make that egg story
1: fly. Egg, That's the egg. And you, know what, and you know what? You know it's crazy. No one's gonna give a fuck what
0: you say. No one's gonna care. At all. <laughs> They'll be like, "That kid's wrong. Eggs are bad." And nah, I man. I'll wear the tightest shirt I have. I'll get a nice tan. I'll be like, "I'm healthy, guys. I'm healthy."
2: But I eat eggs all the time. All the time. How, how else
0: would you get this way? <laughs> um, I had another question here. Mm-hmm. What was the most bizarre moment you've had on live camera?
2: Oh my goodness. Bizarre moment. Bizarre.
0: Or the most shocking. Bizarre, terrifying. It could be anything. Anything that spiked emotion or She's prompted like nothing. You to... I've been perfect. <laughs> <forever>. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I have this aura about glitter. me. <laughs> I've never messed up once.
2: Um
0: Or have wow. you, you know? Ooh, Ooh, that was my wrist. Punched the table. <laughs> Have you ever had your own slip up or said anything? Sorry. <laughs> said anything or slipped it out?
2: Uh, you know. Cursed on air. I've never cursed on air. Um, I've never had a really bad slip up, to tell you the truth. And really? I, I know that sounds boring. Like, oh, come on, Antoinette, really? Yeah,
0: seriously. Um.
2: <laughs> Uh, I could tell you about my colleagues that they're pretty funny. But anyway.
0: <laughs> I totally can. You don't have to mention any names. If there, you're down. There's
2: one in particular when I was in Albany. It was hilarious. And it was a live shot. So you can't take it back. You know, it's happening live. And he was walking along and, and he was doing a live shot from downtown Saratoga. And he. Uh, the he walking t- part. He I'm, walking. Talking, yeah, like, I'm like, here, here we go. He was talking about benches, these new benches that were installed all over the main street. And he goes, these are great benches to shit on. I mean sit on. <laughs> so, I mean, he didn't get fired for that. But uh, it was a pretty funny slip up because we were all watching like, you know, and then we didn't expect it. So that kind of stuff happens. So how are the how lot, are the emotions
1: right? like on the back end when that stuff happens? Are they like pissed or do they get that you're human?
2: Mm, it depends sometimes. Um, I think that's why you go – away a lot to these smaller stations to make your mistakes. And then when you come to a place like News 12 or the the tri-state area, you don't really make those mistakes anymore unless they're out of your control, which we've seen a lot of reporters out on the street and people come up behind them and start doing stupid things. That's happened to me before. Um, (laughs)
1: How do you you deal with that? Uh, Do Do you ignore it as much as you can?
2: I sort of have tunnel vision a lot when I do my, my live shots. I'm very focused and just like there's nothing that's gonna like break me. <laughs> but if someone's it depends. I mean if it's a serious story, I'm not gonna try and react to whatever's going on beside me. But if it's maybe a fun story, all right, I'll deal with it. Okay. You're at a parade. Ha. Yeah, right. Very like you're at a parade and everyone's you're laughing and <laughs> right. I mean like one time I was live at um um I think it was like the St. Rocco feast in Glen Cove. And as I was talking about what was behind me, there was a girl twerking. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, was, I didn't expect that. I was like, oh, no, what are you doing? And the mom's right there taking pictures. She's okay, like, yeah, go, oh. this is great. And like, so many likes on Instagram. But your daughter is twerking. No. <laughs> okay. so, Everyone's daughter is twerking. <sighs> so that kind of stuff happens all the time. There's always things that happen outside your control that you just either react to or not.
1: <laughs> I can't. Oh, uh, Did you see that? Actually, that reminds me. That Did you, did you ever see that um, news anchor who was talking about the pig? Uh, ba- Chris, Crispy Bacon, the pig's name was. And he starts <laughs> dying laughing. And no. he's just crying. You know, you've seen that? Way. I have to show you. Oh, my so goodness. there's this pig that goes around uh, with little... Oh, my God. <laughs> you never saw
3: this? <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, there's my this, God. This Where pig goes
1: around to uh, uh, preschools, right? Oh, no. And it plays with kids. And so the reporter's talking about it, and he's reading. and no, you, the- missed it, you
0: missed it. It's a it's a paraplegic pig. It doesn't oh, have... Oh, yeah, yeah, but that's besides... No, but that's the funnier part because of what... Like, it was so taboo to laugh at the pig. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the pig's name was...
1: Hold on. I got to write it out. I got to write it Chris, out. Chris. Chris. Middle initial P. P, and then Bacon. <laughs> so when he read it, he goes, This pig, oh Chris P. Bacon... <laughs> and he like, had totally
2: serious yeah
1: but he's he was a little like he was a chubby man so he has this heavy deep laugh and he broke down crying oh laughing and he gosh. couldn't control himself and he had he was like waving his papers he's like shut it off shut, shut it off, it off, shut it off. <laughs> <laughs> you're pulling it up right yeah hold on. i can't believe you haven't seen this
2: no this I is a viral this is a viral, a viral video. video yeah oh, this is great there's so many funny viral videos when it comes to reporter fails I'm sure. Put the volume
1: like, all the way and get your mic oh close to it See so if you can pick it up Now to the story of a pig that is inspiring others One pot paw- <laughs> <laughs> One pot-bellied pig Has certainly entered his share of problems Chris P. Bacon Was born without the use of his <laughs> Oh no
3: <laughs> you,
2: know, you have
3: to read this story <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my goodness! He's come back, he's come back. <laughs> oh my and he's going on. He's in going like a belly laugh. He, he has a belly laugh going. It. And He can't do it. Does he have a co-anchor?
1: <laughs> no, he's just by himself.
2: Oh, my. he's still done. That's the worst <gasps> when that happens, oh and you don't man. have anybody. I forgot about
0: that video. Thank you. You don't so have much.
2: anybody to to you know latch on to and say, oh my god, take it from here. Keep going. So
1: you can't cut to anything, <laughs> you right?
2: Can't, you can't. No. You just have to. You just have to keep Sorry, going. Sorry, guys.
0: That is. Is that well, ad? Is that the next video? There was an ad for the next video. <laughs> I'm going to mute you. Thanks.
1: Oh, oh God, I needed that so much. Funny. See, oh, when something that. like that happens, I'm sure everyone's dying just, laughing.
2: Absolutely. There's plenty of bloopers. <laughs> Listen, we have our Christmas party or our holiday party. Mm. Um, and there's always bloopers on that. There's always like little stupid things that happen, again, out of our control. And sometimes things we say, it's like, what? What did I just say? What did I just do? So, um, but that happens a lot. That happens a lot. I'm trying to think if there were any more I feel like as a viewer
1: Wednesday. we're I'm always waiting for something. I'm like, come on. Someone to yeah. up, someone. Like I could anybody. watch
0: I could watch the compilations on YouTube all day of mm-hmm. news news anchors failing and reporters like slipping on ice and stuff like, oh my god. I'm always so
2: conscious of that too cuz I'm thinking to Wait, myself, i am I
0: going to be on YouTube?" There's a like, viral video right
1: now of a news anchor, um, two two ladies sitting next to each other. And she didn't know they were live. And she's just staring off in the corner. And I guess, do you see yourself? Is there a screen if you look to the side? There is. So she's just staring off to the side. And she's just like, I'm so pale. <laughs> like, she makes a little voice. And the girl next to her, like, hits her. She starts laughing. She's like, we're live. And she, with straight face, goes,
3: <laughs> <laughs> in other news. <laughs> and she
1: just, like, starts, right? Yeah. And it's so frequent that you see uh, people don't know they're live. Like, the, that. how is that...
2: How does that happen? How do you? Okay, so sometimes when we're in the studio and we see ourselves, like there's a teleprompter and there's a little, oops, sorry, (laughs) little video screen underneath it where you can see yourself. Sometimes a director doesn't always tell us in our ear, like you know, ten seconds to air, five, four, you know, and (laughs) they might not remember to say it, and then we see ourselves, but we think, oh, maybe that's just preview, because they're just checking the shot. Mm -hmm. You know, checking to see if mm-hmm. there's enough headroom or a side room or whatever. So we see ourselves and we're thinking, "All right, we're probably not on live." But in our studio, there's a little red dot. I was
0: about to say, yeah, <laughs> so there's, there's got to be something like live there's a on red air.
2: dot, yeah, up in the corner, and that's how you know, or a green dot, and that's how you know your mics are on. Just be careful what you say. Mm-hmm. And whenever I get in the studio, I'm always super careful, even if the red, the green dot's not on. <laughs> I'm always like, "Oh my goodness, I never want anything to, you know." come out of my mouth that i'm gonna regret yeah because once something goes viral nowadays
1: you're known as that person
2: absolutely whatever you
1: messed up on that's you from ever forever it's
2: so true uh and there's one one word that i cannot say on the air and just it just one yeah
1: i I could
0: list a bunch right now i got like seven in my pocket
2: yeah there's a couple that i don't like saying like cash strapped cash strapped county what
0: does that mean what What the the hell? hell is that (laughs) <laughs> cash I'm strapped? in a different. Yeah, I'm in a different like your genre. Right you have cash strapped. in your
2: pocket. No, you're strapped for cash. Like you can't afford. Cash it. strapped. Cash strapped. You literally have to slow down and say it.
0: Strapped for cash is a little. What
2: Sometimes it's whatever you, you gotta, can to yeah, shave
0: seconds. Yeah. Wow.
2: Literally one second. It's worth it. Uh, another one for me, mm. the big one. I can't say, and everybody makes fun of me for it. Is uh, do it. No, this, this girl's name. Can you read that? You can't no, say
0: it at all. I can't read like that. Like you actually can't say it or you're not allowed? To. Can I say it right now? Martha? Yeah.
2: I can't. It doesn't come out of my mouth. What do you Bullshit. mean? <laughs> right now. <laughs> do it right now. Right no. now. You can't just say it. It doesn't do come it. out well, like this. I, Martha.
1: You're kidding. <laughs> you're a liar. That's not actually how you say it.
2: No, I, I Can do. You th- I have a problem. Can you so th- Obama used to go away to Martha's vineyard. Mm. So <laughs> stop it. <laughs> so I would have set your pro, and I'm like, oh no, why is President Obama going there again? Go to now Pibuizzi. I have to say it on the air. So
1: did you have to ever say it on air? Uh, of
2: course, like dozens of times. So what would you do? I w- I would say it wrong, and then people would call and be like, she's saying it wrong. <laughs> and sometimes I had a co-anchor like Stone Grissom, he would say it for me. I'd be like, "All right, it's coming up in the next sentence. Be ready." And I'd be I'd be like, "Obama went to," and he would say it, and I'd be vineyard.
1: <laughs> really? And that works yeah. like what? that? That's not weird? I'm so well, confused.
2: it is weird, of course, but I'm not going to say it wrong. <laughs> and I can't say it.
1: Have you went to like a, a speech class or specifically for that word? Hmm.
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, someone gonna... <laughs>
0: is going to smart meaning today.
2: <laughs> no and way. Especially like that woman Stewart, blank Stewart. Oh my god! Yeah. This is this is real. It's, it's you're real. Not just I can't with us, do bro. it. Mo- but hey, look. And the slower I say it, the worse it is. So you can't. <laughs> so you can't do If the I tea-ish. rush through it, maybe I'm more. No. But look, this you're is great. I mean, tea. besides your handicap,
1: it, you still made it. My besides <laughs> your <laughs> handicap, you're still good. Yeah. Wait. So if anyone could do anything, you put your mind to. <laughs> That's right. So if you broke it down <laughs> into M A R. Mar. I've
2: tried it. I've tried this. And then
0: the. You're not gonna be the one, Frank. Frank. Don't try it. I'm gonna be the
2: one. Thar. Thar. <laughs> Can you say the? Tha.
0: Mar. Do that.
2: Thar. Thar. So much in
0: the We tried, we tried, out. guys. We tried. I know you guys wanted mar us to. So have you ever read have you ever been reading the <laughs> teleprompter and then just read something else instead? Because no. you're like, I don't agree with what's going on here? No. Or is it your because words you always that are going
2: look, on there? No, you always look at the scripts beforehand.
1: Actually, I wanted to ask, do you have a teleprompter or is just script?
2: Yeah. Uh. Well, we're, when we're in the studio as an anchor, you have a teleprompter. Sometimes, though, teleprompter goes out. Uh. So then you have to rely on, you have to make sure your scripts are really like up to date and you're looking at them I
0: always thought those were just empty pieces of paper oh they they are not and
2: and most of the time when I'm in this, all the time when I'm in the studio I have you don't see it but it's a foot pedal and the foot pedal makes the teleprompter go so I'm literally like
1: Oh, so you go at your speed. <laughs> yeah. Ah.
2: But if you scroll ahead too far, like you're mad. <laughs> you can't
0: reverse it? <laughs> you can't
2: reverse You have to go. Can't like hit like the brakes, the e-brake? No, no, no brakes. So that's why you kind of. So like literally you're, when you're I'm You're doing a studio, lot at one time. If you think about you're it. You're
1: acting professional, making sure you don't curse, making sure you don't mess up, reading and moving your foot, timing it in your brain.
2: And stressing certain and words. And you are alive. And you are alive
0: and waiting for that oh, wow. to come and make
2: sure you don't look awkward or do something weird with your face <laughs> or like it's say so something crazy. out of place. Yeah, you really have to concentrate.
1: So, so how was it in the beginning when you first cuz we left off your story you sent the oh, yeah, VCR that's right. VCR tapes and
2: Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That was So tensors. you got
1: you got some job, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm assuming you I'm assuming job. you got hired. Yes,
2: yes I got hired. <laughs> I had to start somewhere. I got hired. How was so it? I how got, was the first time? Was oof. nerve-wracking? Uh, I got my first job in Ithaca, New York. Okay, you so could say I, that. Was that
0: you could say Ithaca? Yes, that would freak me out. Ithaca, Martha, Ithaca. No, all right, keep That's going. Sorry, you got it. It's to me any the ith-
2: R and the T H A are not together.
0: Got it. Okay, sorry. Ithaca. Continue. Come on.
2: So Come on. <laughs> he's trying to get. Me. I'm trying. Yeah, he is. Um, so, he's like, I'm gonna
1: teach her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: gonna get her. So Ithaca, um, there it was a small station. It was a Time Warner station. Again, it was a 24-hour news station, cable, and they hired me as a one-man band. So, one man band is a reporter, videographer, and editor all in one.
0: That sounds horrible. They better give you all the salaries. Yeah, right. (sighs) Doubt it. No? Okay. I think
2: I was getting paid about $20,000 a year back then. No way. As a one man band. Yeah. 40. Maybe. Crazy, right? So my first job out of college, I was going to take anything out. Okay, of you're going to put me on the air? Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, I had the experience with LI News, which was great, thank goodness, because that gave me the tape in order to give this news director uh, to show him what I could do. So anyway, he hired me there. I was there for six months. I was in the middle of nowhere. I mean, Ithaca, New yeah, York. I bet. Wow. What a cultural shock to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, where's the good pizzeria around here? <laughs> is there a 7-Eleven somewhere? Yeah. No. You gotta, everything you gotta like pick
1: the pizza from the farm.
2: I mean, for real. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I mean, everything closed down at certain times. I'm like, what where am I? You know, what is this place? But anyway, so how long did you have to stay there? I was there for six months. Okay. And I then made my tape again to send off to other stations because I knew I was like, you know what? I don't want to stay here forever. You know, it's like it's beautiful, don't get me wrong, but it's a small market. Yeah. And what am I doing stories on?
1: I was just about to ask that. Mm. What are your stories? Three trees fell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And a deer took
0: a piss. Yeah. <laughs> Off to you, Martha.
2: Potbelly pigs that have... In a yeah, Crispy so. Bacon made Crispy a cameo. Crispy Bacon probably would be and one then of the they stories. they up. <laughs> there was a story like that once about a, a pot belly pig. So anyway, um, but not missing legs. So, huh. <laughs> um, So anyway, so then I did the one-man band thing, which was tough because if you think about it, Ithaca is also very cold. There's a lot of snow there. Uh, so I would go out into the snow be freezing cold and set up my own tripod, put the camera up and hopefully I was directing it yeah, and be in frame. Correct. So then I would come back, write the story on a typewriter. Yeah.
1: Why do they have typewriters? Well,
2: they didn't have computers
1: yet. Come on, bro. When when was this? <laughs>
2: 1997. Wait, they didn't have that's what I'm saying.
1: They had computers. Yeah, Maybe not Ithaca. Not Ithaca. Yeah, okay, Ithaca. that's what I'm saying cuz I knew it wasn't I knew wasn't the, there was no internet, 60s.
2: okay? There was nothing like that. <laughs> so, it was just I mean, they couldn't afford it there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's
1: why I was like, wait. You know, and it wasn't used, that long ago they had computers, but it, it was just yeah. Ithaca didn't have computers. It was computers. Ithaca.
2: Yeah, they had typewriters and if you made a mistake, you had to get the white out, you know, everything like that. So, oh, it's crazy. Uh, one time, <laughs> I'll tell you, one of the bizarre moments maybe, okay, uh, was I went out on a story and my news director said, okay, you're done with your first story. We want you to go out and get the second story, but it's at 4 o'clock and it's got to be on the air at 5. I'm like, oh, no. Okay. So in my mind, I'm preparing myself. I'm like, all right, maybe I'll get there like five minutes earlier, set everything up, be ready, do the interview. And I was on it. I was like, yes, I got it done. And I got it done at like 4.10. So I knew I had five minutes or ten minutes to get to the station. I had to write it up. So already in my head as I'm driving, I had to drive my own car too. So I was driving back to the station. I have the story in my head how I'm going to write it. And, I, and before I even got into the car, um, <laughs> I fell or I tripped <sighs> over one of those cement blocks that are in parking lots. Oh, yep. uh- yeah. I just flew and the camera flew. Oh. And it was in a parking garage. So all the pieces I hear I could still hear the echo of all the pieces of the camera just flying. Ding, ding. And the tripod just goes boom. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. And I look down. And those aren't cheap cameras. No. Not at all. And for Ithaca? I couldn't even afford the that was typewriters. The camera they had. It, was, <laughs> it was one of two or three cameras they had. Oh, then wow. I looked down. My hands are all bloody, like blood coming down. My knees are like scraped. I'm
1: like, oh my God. Oh, you okay. took off. I got a you must pull, have been flying. Uh, I
2: was. I pulled myself together, like crying. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, the camera. So I pick up the camera pieces. <laughs> and there's like four. We man, got this. We could tape major it. Major chunks. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't. And I put it all in the car, and I'm like, "Oh my God, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna say to the news director?" So I get to the station, and I'm holding the camera in four parts and the tripod. I'm like, "Hi, uh, something happened." Like I was just like, he just looked at me. I'll never forget. He's like, "What did you do?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry. I I I fell with the camera." He's like, "Just go write your story." And there I am, bloodied. On the typewriter, typing, <laughs> typing the story while he's behind me and I could see him out of the corner of my eye trying to piece together the camera and cursing and saying, my God, where are we going to get another camera from? What am I going to – I mean like so mad and I'm thinking to myself, oh my God. I'm like tears and um, that was the worst – I can only worst, imagine because you were new worst there. Worst day. Yeah, worst day in my life and news reporting was that day. So, But I did get it on the air and then oh, I yeah. had to go edit it. What was the story? That. It was something so minuscule, something about a business opening. It wasn't uh, even like that, you know, A new crazy. bakery down the block. Pretty much. Yeah, it
0: just yeah. said bear attack. That would have been good. Oh, Ithaca. that would have been awesome. Like, bear to
2: See? Oh, I brought it down. <laughs> I used the camera to fight him away. So that was the worst. But um, but yeah, so then I left there uh, six months later and I got a job at uh, NBC in Elmira Binghamton. And that was, I mean, a little bit bigger than Ithaca uh, as far as like market size. So there's mm-hmm. there's markets. I don't know if you know about markets. Like number one is New York
1: here of cool. market well, yeah. for media specifically mm-hmm. okay
2: and like market 200 would probably be like guam or something um ithaca was like almost 200 <laughs> and then uh what um, is uh
1: i'm um, just curious now one is new york mm-hmm. uh, so is one. this like, a worldwide world, yeah. scale or no, a nation US. scale so a nation, nation. scale mm-hmm. and two is if you know uh, would it be it, la it
2: changes yeah i think it's la and uh, like miami is five Three is Chicago, maybe. I'm not sure. I'd have to look to tell you. No, I was just curious. Something like that. Those are major cities. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then Elmira Binghamton was Market 171. I was like, ooh. Moving up. Moving (laughs) up. On the (laughs) right. So I went to Elmira Binghamton there, and, and I quickly became a reporter and anchor there. The way I got the job there, though, was interesting. I was literally sitting. You didn't sitting. break their cameras. I no. did not. I was sitting in the news director's uh, office, and he was interviewing me about the job. And you know, he had so many people. I mean, the, there's videotapes stacked up on his desk, and I'm like, oh my god, it was like intimidating in a way. I'm like, oh great, what I have these people to contend with. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, all of a sudden, the news, uh, the um, assignment editor comes into our room, and he goes, oh my god, there's pieces of a building falling on cars and people on Main Street in in, um, Elmira. And he's like, oh, okay. And it was almost four o'clock. Again, like 3.45. And he's like, but we have no one to send. I'm like, send me.
1: That couldn't be any more perfect. I was like,
0: here's your...
2: I'll go. He goes, but I'm interviewing right now. I'm like, no, I will go. I'm going to go right now. Show me which photographer. Let's go. So I was all into it. Boom, done. We went there. We got... I Literally, I put together a one minute piece, because listen, I mean, pieces of a building, how much can you talk about that? Mm -hmm. But pieces of the building fell, fell on cars, damaged cars, people were pissed. So I did a quick like, we're here in downtown Elmira where pieces of this building are falling and blah, 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 whatever I said. And then I brought it back, we put it together and it was on at five o'clock. He's like, "Uh, you're hired. (laughs) That is so beautiful. Bam. Uh, so I stayed there for a year and a half and uh, I was a reporter at first and then within two months I became anchor as well. So I did both, reporting and anchoring. Do, do people
1: usually start as a reporter and then It depends.
2: Anchor? If you're going solely for anchoring and you don't want to be a reporter, then you know you just get a job as an anchor. Oh, you can do that? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not like but a then, prestige, like no, a level up then? Uh, it could be if you really want it to be. I mean if you really want to become an anchor. But I like having both. You know, yeah, of course. I feel like the it's reporting the same. And the anchoring
0: is it the same? You have the same face. You put on the same face. You still the same. Yeah, boy, it's still same, the same like,
2: thing, but it's different. Just once so, in the field, right? With reporting, you're working on one story, and that one story is your your story for out for three four hours. I don't know
1: why this just popped in my head. I guess we're talking about reporting.
2: (laughs) I could tell something happens. But
1: what's with with like when there's severe weather conditions with someone just standing in it going, all right, it is really windy. And it's just like, like, why is that a thing? Like, why do they have to stand in it and show how intense it is? It's Uh, always so funny just watching from, you know, you're like, why is this guy standing in this? Like, what is he doing? It does (laughs) look (laughs) funny
2: to people, I'm sure, watching it. But when you're in it, it's like, oh, my God, this is crazy. But it's hard to relay that other than showing like that your hair is like blowing in the wind. But the reason why we do it, uh, to have that coverage, to have coverage outside and saying, all right, it is windy, it is snowing, it is what, that's the same thing like when we have team coverage of snowstorms. It's happening right here and people need to know and we're on for hours telling people about the snow and anything going on and you never know what might happen. But okay. you're right. Yeah. You're right. It's funny looking. Sometimes but I get it because it, it gives looking. you a perspective on a to perspective, how it looks. perspective, you know. Yeah. And with Superstorm Sandy, for example, that was huge. Yes, yeah, so oh, we're rowing right. boats
1: and talking. People yeah, were, real. you know.
2: Yeah. And I know it sounds weird too, but people are always calling in like, how come you're not here in Baldwin doing this story and it, the tide is coming in and like the water is coming okay, well, we didn't know that. We don't have eyes everywhere. You need to call us and tell us. Let's actually talk
1: about that. Let's talk about um, people, because this is the second time you say that people call in and give you information. Mm -hmm. How is, um, how do people react to you guys? Like, are they always aggressive and like, you need to do this and you need to do this and you said this wrong. Do you get a, because I feel like nowadays everyone's entitled, right? Everyone has something to say. You're doing it wrong. They know better, even if they don't even work for the station, Right. Sometimes sometimes
2: they spew their their personal, you know, uh, opinions (laughs) Uh, and they'll tell us like, oh, you know, you need to report this side of the story. And okay, fine. You know, whatever. Tell me about that. Then go on camera. And then sometimes they'll say, oh, no, 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 not me. Not me. I don't want to be on camera. Well, then how do you expect your side to be told if you don't want to talk about it? But there are people out there like that. Yeah. Did that answer your question? Yeah, yeah. Kind of. yeah. no, it did. But I there's can't nothing. remember the beginning of it now because I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, so you
0: just take people's word for it and then you're like, oh, wow. So this one person called in and said there's this thing going on. I'm going to go out and go get it or well, do you wait depends. for it to like pile It depends up. if
2: it's valid. You know, then it, let's say it's something that happens in the community and I'll ask them, did you file a police report on that? Well, no, we didn't.
3: Mm. Mm.
2: Then I'm going to question it a bit.
3: Got it. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: we don't go with everything now. But then I'll call the police department, possibly, if if that's what I should be doing. I'll call them and say, hey, have you heard about this in, in your community? Is this what's really happening? And yes or no or no. That person's crazy. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, like, you know. <laughs> they know the person's name by name. Hmm.
1: <laughs> now, let's talk about um a big subject, probably the biggest subject in media right now. I want you to define fake news. <laughs> what is fake news? I just want to hear it. Like, what?
2: You know what? It's it's. I hate that that phrase so much because as soon as it came out, everywhere we would go, even in our news van or whatever, people would yell out <gasps> "fake news, fake news." And I think they're just yelling it out because they can and because it was a catchphrase. Mm-hmm. I don't think they mean it. Maybe they do. I don't know, but <laughs> um, I can't stand that that phrase. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: do you think there's a vali- uh, validity to it? As in media agencies should be looking more into the things they are saying and i'm not saying you i'm just saying uh
2: yeah it all depends i guess i think like we were saying before it depends if you're one more one-sided like you're saying like fox news or cnn you know a lot of people call that oh what fake news or whatever but like with us with news 12 like i said we're we're showing both sides so i mean that is most of the time we do i think i think i do i could speak for myself uh, so I don't feel like it's fake news. It, it is happening. I'm not making it up. Yeah, no, I'm for you definitely it. not. No. Because, you know, like Frank said God. earlier,
1: there's not much politics to involve in Long Island.
2: Yeah, no, not much. Much the, local, local yeah. politics. Yeah. Um, it could get heated at times. I'm sure it can. I yeah, know. yeah, with some some politicians. But, but yeah, um, like
0: at Town Hall or something. Right. It, but not so much the people in their it's living rooms. worldwide, saying, you know, it's, it's the Suffolk Correct. versus the Nassau. You know, like there's I think this that split. has
2: more to do with like the president right now, fake news and how he coined the phrase. So, but yeah. locally, not as much. Not as much.
0: yeah, mm-hmm.
2: no, you go. <laughs> I've been asking <laughs> questions. I yeah, no, Okay.
0: Um, all right. So with media and the way that we have this giant divide that's going on now. Right. And do you feel, and I asked you this question before, we kind of didn't go into it too deep. Do you feel like media is being honest? Do you feel like, because I know you're in the local sector, right? Mm-hmm. So you're reporting what's happening and, and it's kind of a consistent thing. So every day something happens, you could always make a story up somewhere, right? And not yeah. make it up, but I mean like right, create you can, a story.
2: I was always told you could always make um a story out of a paper bag.
0: You yeah. can. So make a paper
2: you, bag. Make a story. Perfect out
0: Perfect example. So do you think that that is a positive contribution to society? Trying to fulfill some sort of airtime quota. Do you think that that's actually positive? So having the dead time on the air, I know that that's not profitable, right? So do right. you feel like there's a conflict where you need to put something out there? So something that's got an emotional tie to it, right? So it's like if it be if it bleeds, it it leads, or something like that. Yeah, I've heard. I, I've and heard it's like that too. Mm-hmm. you know. Most of the time, it's a negative emotion that's attached to it. It's not a positive, hoorah, I love where I live, yes, like Long Island. It's more like bloodshed in Hempstead, you know, like stuff like that where I don't know. I mean for myself, hearing that doesn't really bring, you know – much joy to where I live, right? So do you feel as if, is there anybody in your field or do you feel yourself, like you try to mix it up and put the positives out there and then also try to get the negatives? Do you feel like you have your own internal quota to say, look, I've been putting out a lot of negative. I don't wanna do that. I don't want just this uh, clickbaity approach.
2: Well, me personally, I like the more featurey, uplifting stories, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't always translate into clicks for people. Even though you might think, oh, wouldn't you want to hear a more positive story versus a negative story versus someone who's getting shot or killed or whatever? But believe it or not, people do sort of gravitate more toward drama. What happened? Oh, my God. That guy got stabbed. Why? Because he needed $20 or I don't know, something like that. Um, But we usually do like a top three stories that are, I guess, being paid more attention to. On our mm-hmm. website, and usually the top one is always someone who's died or who was killed, so why is that? Why are we more why we why do we gravitate more toward that versus something that could make us feel better yeah i mean you're life? definitely
1: you're definitely following the consumer, you know, like right. you said, people will click on that more often, yeah yeah, I mean I think we're we,
2: not putting it out there because we want to we want to get it's happening
1: mm-hmm. yeah, you'll put out whatever gets the most clicks like if, if all of us not well, whatever yeah. gets the most clicks but yeah no you want to generate it's a business is it's a business right. you know you have to make money you have to m- money is right. airtime is like you said is, is views has to keep go- yeah, yeah yes. you have to keep going oh, you right. have so many mouths to feed mm-hmm. i can only imagine how many pe- employees work for news 12
2: a lot yeah and
1: then kids and families and you know right. there's a lot to go on so it is a business at the end of the day mm-hmm. uh, just like
0: everything is um but but then the trust goes away because of the fabrication you know, and well, I try to you see like fabricate
2: it. By fabricate, I mean,
0: I mean you're making something. You said how you can make like a story out of a, a paper bag because they can. They I definitely mean, can. It's you possible.
2: could. You could. You know. You right.
0: tie a negative emotion. Yeah. I wouldn't
1: to even it. use News Twelve for this because News Twelve, like not, you said, I would like let, let's let's why take this conversation out. and not talk about News Twelve. Let's do like other media, media like in, worldwide in media, media in general because yeah, you always always negative, negative, negative. I know my dad watches the news nonstop yeah fox news is on at all times he actually listens to these so he's he's hearing this right now i
2: did it is on <laughs>
1: nonstop, and it's always negative 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 negative. Yeah. and his thing to me is is i was over there for dinner last night and he's like it was on and i'm just saying stuff i'm like really like do we have to now he's like and he's he's one of those people like this is very important one day you'll understand this is very important i'm like you know what's important uh not dying because uh you're obese or you have diabetes or ever think of that like heart disease is the number one killer not politics
0: or how about like, the quality of our conversations as we're alive right yeah. now? When we look back and we say, "Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish I would have spent more time with my family, more of this." Well, you spent time focused on what Trump's, you know, saying to a Secretary of Defense here, and like then we're getting caught up in the. Weeds I even brought about that up. Shit. I
1: brought that up. I was like, "Look at the conversation that politics is doing right now." I was like, "Look at this. This is not a cool conversation. This isn't fun." I was like, "Politics is just one thing in the world, but it is all you're focused on," and he's just like. Fucking blinders on like now. Nah, no, you just you're young or you're young. You'll get it when you're older Okay You want to pay taxes blah, 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 and this and you can pay this much I'm like and I was like, I don't care about taxes not not in the sense. I don't care about taxes He's like, oh, oh, you don't care about like <laughs> but this is what I feel like because he's not like that He's not aggressive right. all the time like that But I feel like the news now has just escalated so hardcore So the the scare tactics, you know, like be on our side. We'll take care of you. This is crazy like and it's just like so divided and it's creating this, this, this uh, it's just anger get or just out. like people so get the world. Over it. You know what he was trying to tell me? He was trying to tell me that. And I'm using my dad just because I know stories. But this mm-hmm. is um, a lot of people are like this. He's like, the world is not safe now. He's like, go name me one country that's not safe. And I'm just like, you're wrong. You're wrong. And let me explain you why. Right. The news... Not the news, actually. The internet has made everything so accessible, right? So you see this one shooting in New Zealand. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, my God. The whole You'll be in California, see a shooting in New Zealand across the entire world. And you go, oh, my God, the world is so not safe. And you might not let your kids walk to the bus stop anymore. You might not. But in reality, if you stop looking at the internet and the shit you're getting from overseas, if you just look outside, go talk to your neighbor. How are they doing? You know? Go, go down to the store. How's everyone doing there? Everyone's fine. Everyone's enjoying life. Uh, but it's not, we don't think like that because of the readily, readily available access of the internet. And then the news that gets funneled to us is always the worst shit. So we see all this horrible stuff and you get, you just get, you become angry Mm -hmm. and you're like, this is not safe. They're doing fucked up shit over there. They're this, they're that. It's like, Hey dad, look at the dinner table. Like, hang out with us. Look at, we're here, you know? And once again, I'm using dad, but this is, I see this in a lot of people.
2: Yeah, that's true. A, a lot of it is uh, emotion-based. So you're going to react to whatever is on your screen, wherever it be, the internet or, or on TV. TV yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of people do now. And, and you see, well, obviously, a, a nation that's divided. And we've never really seen that before with our own eyes. And I feel like that's that's what we're confronted with right now.
0: Do you feel as if the media, which one do you think? It's like a chicken or the egg. Yeah, do you feel as I if know. The, I don't there's no answer? I know what yeah, you no me. Yeah, does the media create the temperature or does the temperature create what the media talks about? You know, and then you, you know, it could be a know. bit of both. Because yeah. I've noticed with the rise of the internet and social media, it's micro reporting. Like somebody just putting up a story of themselves, that's a micro report of them and how they conduct themselves. And if that triggers someone else, that person's now outraged and they go and they express their their feelings on that. Then those are now broadcasted. Right. It's almost as if you're getting these small news clips from a very, very unreliable source. But that unreliable source is multiplied over the population right. of the world. And now you keep feeding that energy. And who is
2: that source? Where is it coming from? That's that's the thing that yeah. makes and today me that upset doesn't matter. too because that's when people say fake news. <laughs> yeah. like, well, you know what's you so know, funny? It's...
1: Yesterday I just put up an Instagram picture of I put my butt out. I had my shorts on, but I stuck my butt to the camera and the caption was, look at me, my butt's out. So now I'm a reputable uh, Instagram inspiration for people because that's what you see all the time. Now everyone goes to social media for their news, especially in the fitness and health industry. You you won't listen to studies or what doctors say. You'll go to Instagram, follow your favorite person who just Mm -hmm. happens to be some skinny girl, Who's always naturally been skinny, and she just goes, oh, yeah, you just need to eat this, and you'll be fit, and that's what you do. It's so funny because so like...
2: I was speaking to a group of eighth graders uh, in Freeport, and I asked them just out of curiosity, and I wasn't going to ask them this because I was their speaker for the day. I said, Yeah, I want to know, where do you guys get your news from? They said Instagram. The first thing out of their mouths. Instagram 100%. and Facebook.
1: Yeah. I mean, do you blame them? That's –
2: and YouTube, that it's so answer.
1: yeah. That's
0: where it's going, and that's.
2: I was so I don't know why I was shocked, but I was.
0: It's shocking because it sounds so stupid. It sounds weird. It, it sounds, sounds stupid, stupid, but think it of
1: it to them. Weird. They don't. They don't know the difference. And Instagram, YouTube, it's all like beautiful. You know yeah. the pictures are made perfect. So like I want to listen to this person. I'm going to listen to this person. Look at them. Look at that beautiful photo. Look at just how cool that video was. Mm-hmm. They just went skydiving and. You know, into a ball pit of (laughs) thousand balls, you know. Mm Got to listen to anything they say. I love them.
2: It's all perception.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah.
2: I mean, you see a nice photo with, you know, beautiful filters, but it's not really how life is. Not at all. Exactly.
0: Um, Speaking of fitness, um, so something that I almost, it almost slipped my mind and I'm so happy I caught it now. (laughs) You did a show. Yeah. You did a bikini show. Yeah. Right? It was bikini? Did you really? It was, yeah. Fitness. So I want to ask you about that. Mm-hmm. Frank, you never told me that. I know. That's why I left a yeah, You went to the WBFF? Mm-hmm. That's my favorite one.
2: Yeah. World, beauty, fitness, and fashion.
0: Yep. I'll say women's best friends forever.
2: <laughs> BFFF. <laughs> know, it it kind of <laughs> does sound like it would be BFF, yeah. But,
0: so, can you walk us through the start, the insp- from inspiration to after your show? Mm. What were the series of emotions... That got you to get – to make that decision and then from continue. there continue and then stop.
2: Mm, OK. So uh, I – we talk ha- about this a lot yeah. on the show. Yeah. So. I had heard about WBFF through uh, some friends of mine that I always work out with and they tried it and I saw the show. Mm-hmm. I saw what they went through. I didn't see everything though because you, know, of you, you of don't you live with them so you don't know. But you see also from the beginning and the end result – and then you see them on stage in beautiful bikinis, and their their bodies don't look they do amazing. a costume
1: run too? I uh, the as far as, WBFF like oh the ladies god. don't they come out in bikini, then they come out again in like some kind of in angel costume thing dresses. or dresses? Yeah,
2: yeah, and sometimes the yeah like big wings. Yeah, and, exactly. Yes, it's extravagant. So it's like, yeah. That's why it's fashion. Yeah, fitness and fashion. So uh, my friends had done it, and I watched their show, and I thought, wow, my god. This is beautiful. They look gorgeous. Uh, I want to get like that. I You sound look like the like eighth that.
1: graders on Instagram. Mm-hmm.
2: What, what's that? You sound like the little just...
1: eighth graders you interviewed Pretty on Instagram. Pretty much, Insta- yeah. <laughs> or so, eight year olds. Eight year olds. No, no,
2: you're right. Eighth graders, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, anyway, I saw them and I thought, you know what? That, that looks really amazing. I wonder if I could do that. You know, I work out every day anyway, I eat right. How hard could this be? <laughs> right? Hmm. So then I thought, all right, well, uh, what does it take? To do that, so I asked my friends. They said, "Well, we got a trainer, uh, a meal trainer, and a workout trainer, and and you put those two together, and basically that's the the program that you follow, and you pick, you know, um, uh, a show to do." So. Let's say you're six months out from a show. You start six months before. So I thought, all right, what category would I go in? Bikini, fitness. There's so many different categories, physique, this and that. So I thought, let me do transformation because I'm really coming from the bottom up. I don't know anything about fitness. I know I like to work out, but that's about it. I mean, I have my career. It's not like, you know, I'm really going to be doing this for the rest of my life. But I thought, let me try it. So I did the category of transformation. So I started, I believe I was like 150. 58 pounds, and I went down to 132 pounds. So I I lost weight and I built muscle uh, for six months straight. I I was constantly bringing my food with me in in little plastic containers everywhere. (laughs) I don't care if I was at a party, I would just take it out of my backpack or my you know my pocketbook and just start eating it. Every three hours I was eating, and I was working out toward the end twice a day. Um, a commitment. It was. That's and a six-month
1: hard commitment.
2: Hard commitment, and you know parties and stuff. It was sort of weird because you see your friends drinking, and you're not drinking. You're not gonna like put one ounce of alcohol in you because you know what you're what you have to do. You have to get on a stage in front of people and show off your body. Like basically is what it is. <laughs> so you want to look your best. You don't want to be embarrassed. You know, you don't want to be looked at like, oh, God, that girl. Mm. So <laughs> you want to do your best. Anyway, so uh, I was working out a lot, almost every single day. I don't even think I took a day off. You know, that no yeah, days off. The, I really first did problem. not have any days off. I think maybe one or two here and there. Um, so how was competition day? And then day? finally competition day uh, in New Jersey. Uh, I was at Atlantic City. And it was great. Uh, I was – I won uh, in my category. What? Really? Oh, no shit. And then they qualified me for Worlds, WBFF Worlds, which is – That's over in – Las Vegas. Yes. This year. I was going to say
1: Dubai because I feel like they do work in Dubai too. Actually, it's
2: funny because it depends. Every year, Worlds is in a different place in the entire world. Yeah, and it's bringing girls and guys together from all over the world in that category. Mm-hmm. I was like oh my god no I
1: always said if I did a show it would be
0: IFBB oh yeah not, IFBB uh, is
2: great yeah
0: yeah is yeah, yeah. it tested or is there, or is it just the politics or not like what's the it, no wait you, IFBB
2: no no WBFF different. what am I yeah. saying oh okay no it would always be the IFBB. one you did oh, I was yeah, okay. remember
1: uh, Jocko De Bryan. no did you ever hear of that? him he was like the male oh the male uh, who was the most famous in the WBFF
2: ah oh, okay yeah. I've probably seen pictures he's a maybe, south
1: south uh, like Cape Cod Oh, okay. South Africa. Nice. He's from there. I used to, yeah, admire K-Cod. him.
2: On Instagram?
1: Yeah, on Instagram. <laughs> I used to admire him specifically on Instagram. If he said something at, the, my, at my young age when I was following him, I would have done it. Wow. Everything he did, I would have done. That's awesome.
0: Because you're a wow. follower, bro. At follower. that
1: point, 100%, dude. Instagram just came <laughs> like out. It was like 2012. And I'm like, wow, look at that guy. Look I just started guy. working out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know?
3: See?
2: Um, so yeah, so I qualified for Worlds. So that was, uh, let's see, that was like December. So then I had until August. So I thought, oh, let me just take a couple of months off and eat whatever I wanted. So, of mm. course, I went haywire. <laughs> and I just – cupcakes, cookies, yes, giving me everything. So um, for a couple of months, I just went off the rails. And then I thought, oh, my God, I have to start getting ready for August in March. You know, mm. So I started in March again doing the same thing. I had the same uh, trainers. They were in Florida. Uh, so I would communicate with them with WhatsApp – and they would tell me, like, every eight weeks, my training program would change. Uh, I think I was on 1,200 calories every oh day. Oh, my God. And, yeah. It was rough. <laughs> mm. and, but I stuck to it. I was focused. I wanted to get there. And I thought, oh, my God, this is worlds. I mean, what am I up against? I can't imagine the other girls in this. This is going to be some competition. It's going to be some so. steroids. <laughs> well, I didn't take any of those. But.
1: No, but your competition. In my competition,
2: 100%. yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, my trainers kind of wanted to push me a little bit toward that, and I refused. <sighs> so stupid. Yeah. So That's so stupid. Yeah, there was no way I was putting that in the, my body. But um, so anyway, I was getting ready for worlds. Uh, went to Vegas and uh, won again. So was, no way. Yeah, yeah. Really, it was amazing. Amazing. Well, I didn't hear about
0: this. Yeah, I have it I on thought Instagram. You did one show.
2: I have it on Instagram. Oh, she did two shows. So a year and a half altogether, so I was done. Wow. Now, now I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> I, good I could you. say that I did it. I, I'm i happy that I did. Would I do it again? Probably not. I'd probably choose another goal. Something yeah, different. we always, we always <laughs> like <laughs> to
1: rip apart shows because of what it does to metabolisms. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, I was, don't know if
0: you – On so many fronts, there's so many issues with it just psychologically and well, that's, know, metabolically. F- yeah. I mean so, can
2: I say that's why I pretty much – Seek your advice. Yeah, okay. it's, it's the metabolism. Yeah, the meta- because- But
0: the metabolism is everything, right? Like your metabolism is how quick you digest food, but it is also your hormonal. Hormonal. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. how your quality of life is after that is actually altered and changed, and it takes a very long time to come back. Absolutely. That's why I was kind of asking you, what were your motivations for it? How did it feel during it, and then after? So, did you feel any, because you said after your first show, you then, give me all the cake, give me all the cookies, yeah. because it's almost like you're loading a spring. Well, that's for
1: why, so long.
0: that's why yes. people who do that, the you shows,
2: without, and you're
0: like, yeah. <laughs> that's why people mm-hmm. who do
1: that continuously, the shows, that's why their metabolism are messed up, because you go in these drastic deficits mm-hmm. into these complete, not even uh, refeed days, but just binge eating. Like you mm-hmm. said, you were like cupcakes and just chaos. brownies mm-hmm. and complete chaos, and mm-hmm. uh, that on your body is horrible. Luckily you didn't do it for too long, a year and a half.
2: Yeah. And but on and off.
1: Yeah. Girls yeah. or guys who do it for like five, six, seven years straight. It's it's it yes. is taxing. Mm-hmm. Taxing on their bodies.
2: I've seen one woman, she did it for thirteen years and showed me all the pictures and I look at her now. She's 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 big. She's a big yeah. girl.
0: Well, yeah, when you go through those fluctuations Fluctuations. of fat and fat loss, fat and fat loss, you actually change the composition of your fat cells within your body. And there's Mm -hmm. studies that show that that they're aiming towards that 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 notion that if you lose weight and you gain weight and you lose weight and you gain weight you lose weight as you keep doing that you slowly pack on different types Mm. of fat cells because your body goes wait this this son of a bitch they keep going into (laughs) these famines and they're going into this surplus we will just store more like just tell us tell us what you need you know so we'll open up the the chest and we'll put more uh, open up this like you know treasure chest of fat your body loves fat it needs the fat for you know storage just in case you go into a famine because now it predicts that you're going to go back in
2: mm-hmm. so it's
0: adapting to that
2: and no one ever tells you about that by the way they no. don't know well because they want to sell
0: shows... you the snake oil and they want to say well no listen to me i have 1200 calories for you and you'll do this forever
1: well it's because the oh. truth the truth about fitness and health it's not sexy it doesn't sell and it's not profitable it's not th- there's no the true healthy body has no like product you can sell right so buy my cla oil it'll shred you down buy my fat burner it'll shred you down but that's not like true human health, you know. Human mm-hmm. health is: Hey, listen, if you eat right and you move correctly throughout your day every day, and all these things are habits, you're naturally going to be healthy. There's no
0: product you need. Oh,
2: that's what I feel like I've learned from you. Yeah, because you need to
0: throw some healthy oils in there, and you are <laughs> on your way. I love how we still sprinkle in fric- uh, frickin' fitness in this fitness. podcast. We have to, sprinkle. especially because I yeah. just remember I to- I'm preparing my questions, thinking like, what, what am I going to ask her? Totally. Went over my head that you did a show. Yeah. And I don't and even know you won. That's even yeah. crazier. Twice. On top of that. And speaking of winning. Let's
2: just let's just say I knew I know how to like perform on a stage too. Yeah, <laughs> so no, that I guess that's a lot. I think he's I wasn't true. nervous. The other girls were just like, Oh my god. I'm like, calm down, what is this? What's the big deal? Just get out there and walk.
0: You thrive in mean, go yeah, time. For you. I do thrive you on, thrive on and deadline
2: and like, give it to me, I'll yeah. do it. Like, <laughs> like, it's go time. Go. Mm-hmm. And then
0: that's where you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. I, I have a hat for that. I'll put that on right now. Let's we'll <laughs> <I> do <laughs> it.
2: Yeah, that's so a good way of thinking of it. Hat that's awesome.
0: That. So um, before we wrap this up, I do want to mm-hmm. say um, you won a, an Emmy yes. in New York. Yes. And then you're nominated for another one. Yay.
2: Very happy about that.
0: So How does that feel? Who are these Great. like the Emmy people? Cool. I mean, People, you? Like I am so blown. I have no idea what the hell this even means. Who contacts you? They have like a it's bureau. Not,
2: it's not con- Is well. It votes It's does
0: like who? Yeah. Like how does this work? Wow, well, you guys are I... fascinated.
2: By it. yeah, um, it's so weird. Basically, it's just... like let's say, all right, I do stories throughout the year, right? And I do specials, like things that mm-hmm. I consider uh, consider special. Uh, so I think, all right, you know what? That story I just did, that was really good. I'm gonna. Put that in the back of my head or write it down. I actually do write it down. Uh, and then I say, all right, well, I want to submit that because I really believed in it. I really did a, a great job on it. So then I'll give it to my bosses. My bosses make the final decision whether or not they actually submit it for an Emmy. And then we have to figure out what category is it going to go in. Oh, so, so there's
1: actually a submission box yeah, yeah. where yes. people send you stuff in. submit. You
2: you put it in a certain category, but then that category is flooded with. I can only imagine the the Emmys, how many people just. Yeah, from all over the U.S. You you have to cipher the
1: bullshit stuff. That's like, why are you entering this?
2: And even I actually, um, I'm on the other side sometimes too, and I judge Emmy nominations or Emmy submissions from other stations. Because when you win Emmys. How'd you get that? Oh, when you win. When you win or get nominated, they ask you to then judge. For other stations, I don't what? smell
0: any corruption in there at all.
2: What these are? I don't smell our corruption colleagues. whatsoever. They're colleagues, though. That's yeah, just but like, you got to
1: think someone out there is like, huh? That's my that's my no, good no, friend. No. I'm I,
2: setting oh, this. That's Coco. We're well, getting her on here. Well, Let's no, go, no. yeah, Coco. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're looking at submissions from somewhere else. Like I'm in New York, I'm going to look at submissions from California. The California people look at submissions from New York. Yeah.
1: But I mean you, could pull, you could pull today, anyone up on internet. I have like exactly 15
0: friends saying. in LA but that I don't I'd do love that. to promote. I know. I'm joking. But I'm kidding.
2: I know. But I'm just saying. You like, triggered? I guess you could. No, you're right though. I never thought of that. <laughs> no, I never thought, it's... oh, let me look this person up. I just look at the story. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so you start looking at them and, and you judge them. But usually they're all in the same category. Politics, the youth, uh, societal concerns, uh, whatever else. So. I think with this one, gosh, I forgot the category. Oh, I'm in uh, the category of religion, of all things. Um, Yeah, what does that mean? So
1: your story was about religion?
2: Not really. It kind of was. It was about witchcraft on Long Island. There are
1: witches. Is there something I should be
0: aware about? Among us. Can you give us a one-minute synopsis over here? (laughs) Are their middle toes bigger than their big toe? Is (laughs) that why they're a witch? (laughs) No. What? Burn them. You never heard of that?
1: (laughs) No. What? And you and you're gonna win an Emmy for this. Come on, put me on there.
2: (laughs) I mean the middle (laughs) toe thing? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No,
1: in um it whenever the era was when they were finding witches and they're like, oh you're a witch, and they would that's how drown they
2: base you. it. They base it on that.
1: If your if these fingers were bigger than your middle finger, or if your middle toe was bigger than your big toe, it's like, oh, this person's a witch, what? and they would drown you or burn you, whatever it oh, is. That's that. horrible. Yeah.
0: Well, what's know. going on in
2: Long Island? So w- there's <laughs> <witchcraft. laughs> whose toes are we looking at? There's witchcraft on Long Island. There are people who um, who actually practice Wiccan, um, and they sometimes do it in the solitude of their own homes. There are places you can go. Um, and we called the uh, segment Beyond the Broomstick. Mm. Huh. So, clever. 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 So it is religion. It is the fastest growing religion in New York. You're
0: men. kidding.
2: It is. It's oh, probably
0: man. increasing with mental health as well. <laughs> probably the same rate.
2: I don't know. <laughs> you know what? It, if, is it the if, one if where you, want... you
1: walk in and it's like a, a circle and it's got lines and like candles at the
0: end then? Is that like the devil – like on the floor? How do you know about
2: this? Well, actually, uh, we we were invited to a, a ceremony in the middle of the woods.
0: Ceremony. Oh, yeah.
2: nice. It was done on a uh, day where the moon was just whatever it was. On,
1: perfect I, for I, the witches oh, to come out. Right? Perfect. Yeah, they
2: <laughs> so they did. They made a circle with twine. They used what was around them and nature. And they did their own little prayer inside the, the um, circle. And once you're in the circle, you're in you're outside you can't come in because then if you come in you let you let bad spirits in so there's certain rules and stuff and we went not undercover, not at all, but sort of like you know, in with them to see mm-hmm. what a ritual was like.
0: Did they know it was you? Like it? Yeah, yeah. Like they well, invited yeah. us. There's a okay. huge camera. They invited yeah. us. So. Oh, the, you recorded it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Okay. They let gotcha. us. I thought you just got. Well, the no, story, this is one of like, that the that these that. are the crazy mother fathers that do this. No, thing. no, because no, you had to make a film to send right, it to the Emmys, right? Part got
2: one it. was what is Wiccan? What is witchcraft? And part two was uh, watching an actual ritual happening. So uh, we we submitted that for um, the religion category. So, but in the religion category, there are other submissions that are I, I don't know I don't know what they look like, but mm-hmm. they're from you know other stations like Telemundo and uh, I can't remember the other two that were in the category right now. But uh, so there's I think five altogether. So fingers, can, fingers crossed.
0: Can anyone win an Emmy? Like say say we have something on this podcast we wanted to put forward we had a story that we did. And we make this and a we're official. video. I mean, if there's piece. a
2: podcast category.
0: No, but it was about religion.
2: No, Specific. it's a podcast. And where's the video?
0: Well, we would well, make Well, no. Like, so say we just – we had a camera. We had everything that you have. Mm-hmm. We just have it, right? We don't have your credentials. We don't have your platform. But we just go do it. We make our own story. We kind of – can we win an Emmy just from that?
2: Uh, I don't know about winning an Emmy. <laughs> But I'm wondering. I'm I just mean, looking at, like my credentials. I guess he's acting, well,
1: asking like, can you be anyone and just make a very influential piece? Like, do you need the
0: background and everything that you've done? Like, is that considered? Because we, we have an LLC, so I think we're pretty official.
2: Do you have media credentials?
0: We've we got day. episodes Every <laughs> day. <Five laughs> episodes. day. 66. Sixty-six. I don't know, now. guys. <laughs> uh, see, I mean, don't ever let anybody squash your dreams, okay? Yeah, guys, don't go ever let. Yeah, don't. Okay, imagine, <laughs> I won't, imagine <laughs> all Imagine right. someone told you you, you couldn't do this. You guys can do anything you want. You couldn't want. do this because
1: you can't say Martha. Imagine that. Now, that would be what a would big you tell problem. Them? Exactly. Right. But um, anyway. Oh, God,
2: I didn't have to say that in that piece. <laughs> well, that's yeah, very that's...
1: interesting that you're – so when's, like uh,
2: – May 4th. May 4th. Mm-hmm. May the 4th is be the with voting – uh, <laughs> So is there um, voting now? Uh, no, or the voting the is piece? is done. Uh, so now they probably already know –
1: so, the announcement, so the announcement is May fourth. The
2: announcement is May fourth. It's a big ceremony in Times Square, uh, the Marriott Marquis, and we go there and it's long, but they have free drinks at seven o'clock, so we go for the free drinks first, ah, okay. <laughs> and Calm then the nerves. yeah, and then there's the actual show, um, and uh, yeah, it just it takes a while because it's you know a lot of categories. I think there's like a hundred some categories. Oof, so oh, drinking. Yeah, i Bring bringing flask. my mom with me though. Oh. Yeah. Good. Oh yeah, bring some support, some support, <laughs> some support. Yeah. Some support, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. but it's a big deal, and, and everybody is everybody, and of news course it media is. business are there, and it's really nice. It That's really, really is. cool. So, but it's very hard. I mean, think about it. Think about how many submissions there are. Then it's whittled down to four or five in that category. Then what are the chances of you winning that one in that category? So,
1: what was the piece you so, won for?
2: Oh gosh, uh, it was actually it was a piece about uh, Special Olympics. Uh, okay. Kids overcoming uh, obstacles, and uh, yeah. yeah, it was just amazing. Um, it was, one one was a kid with Down syndrome who was trying to swim. Uh, are we running out of time. No, I, oh. I
0: I burped and I blew it. That oh.
2: way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what, is he looking at the time? No, <laughs> so, okay. I, I, we <laughs> don't really have a clock. Anywhere. I have this thing <laughs> where
0: you know the garlic I ate yesterday Thank might you come for your not way. Blowing it you know, here. Thank yeah. You. So speaking of my my parents before <laughs> you you mentioned them really early they hate my garlic breath oh, so okay. when I burp that's when it comes out because you know? right. my so gut biome is strong
2: mints then
0: no I just have directions that I blow Direction. my burps this is this what is I deal what with
1: this, deal this like? is what I have to I blow my anchor burps. with
0: <sighs> yeah. Sorry to I
2: that. always take mints with me to the studio just yeah. for that reason because I don't want to offend
0: have I offended you? I'm offended okay good <laughs> so I got good aim <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm kidding I can't smell yeah. it
0: no, it's good. It's good. But, so um, yeah,
2: so that'll yeah. be fun. Um, yeah. So we wish you the best of luck. Thank you. And yeah. um,
0: where can people find you on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter?
2: Oh, yeah. ABorty 12 on Instagram, Antoine Biori on Facebook, and ABorty 12 on Twitter.
1: Beautiful. All righty. Well, awesome. I can't thank you enough for coming.
0: Seriously. It was uh, a great conversation. Great, this great conversation. Awesome. I'm very happy. Yeah.
2: Thank you Finally so much. Finally came
0: to our little little paradise over here. It really so thank is. You so it's much very for making, nice. Thank you for making the, uh, the journey over here. Alrighty. All righty. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate your ears. So don't don't hesitate to just scroll down. Oh. H- hit those five stars. Give Have them you a left click. us a
2: review yet? I have not, but I subscribed mm. for months now.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, well. I Subscribed for months, but didn't leave a review. We know there Should are a I lot of you guys out review? there. a review?
2: I don't know how this goes. Just well, give me your phone. We, we'll
0: give me ta- your phone. We'll take care yeah, of it. we'll do this. Yeah? <laughs> so okay. That's how All we right, do guys. it, guys. See you later. All right. Bye-bye.
2: I'm not fucking leaving.